she is. Hello, Sal. We're talking cruising today. We are, and I think everyone will find this very interesting because we have got cruises in Australia that we've never had before because of COVID and not being able to go overseas. We're getting some very innovative operators offering us cruises to destinations you would never have thought of. Is that one thing you're enjoying, Sal, is seeing a lot more happening in Australia? Absolutely. Yeah. I've, been, I've been an aficionado of Australian travel for years, even though I've always travelled overseas as well. We always did one overseas, one at home, one overseas, one at home. So really now is the time to really immerse yourself in our own country. Sal, are you finding more and more people coming uh, through the doors and wanting to get out and about again now, people feeling more comfortable now there's a vaccine for COVID? I think it's still a bit early days. Um, Certainly the level of inquiry has improved, um, but it's nowhere near back to, to what it, you know, has been in the past, certainly not back to 2019 by any shape of the imagination. Yeah, you probably project years for that. And with happen. JobKeeper finishing this, this weekend, it's pretty dire straits for the travel mm. industry at the moment. Um, and, it that, is. and it's not getting the ongoing assistance that the airlines are getting, which we think is pretty unfair. Absolutely. And we're feeling for, for our counterparts in, you yeah, know, yeah. in travel because it is so hard. And I guess yeah. when we can, let's look at travelling in yeah. Australia and cruising's a great option. Yeah, and please book with your travel agent because, you know, you're keeping someone in a job. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now more than ever. And, you know, if you go online, it's all very well. Yes, you can go online. But when it comes down to it, if something goes wrong, you need assistance, who are you going to call? Absolutely. And you can call at any hour, can't you? If, like yes, if ours if, is. Uh, we've got a 24-hour yes. number, so if it's over the weekend and something goes absolutely wrong, one in the morning wrong, and you're, you can you know, ring that number, that hotline. So, it's peace of mind right there. Yeah. But anyway, some of these cruises that are coming in and the shipping companies, which I've mentioned with Jane previously, that they're ships that we've never even had down here before. So how lucky are we? We're getting these four- and five-star luxury ships that only ever cruise either you know, Europe or the Caribbean or whatever, but because they can't, they're, they're that's, all, that's good for us. That's good for us. <laughs> so I just wanted to talk about a couple today. And so far, though, these ships haven't come in as yet because, as you know, our, our borders are not open yet. Yeah. So at the moment, it's only local companies that are operating the cruises until that clearance is given for shipping companies to come in from overseas. Do we have an ETA on that? Does anyone no, know? No, not yeah, really. Okay. They, they were going to make an announcement this month, but that hasn't happened as yet. Okay. Um, so these two I'm talking about, one's called the Coastal Wilds of Tasmania and the other one's Cape York and Arnhem Land. It's like an Indigenous art tour as well. So the reason why these are so special, and it's only on a, a vessel called the Coral Princess, which only takes 72 passengers, so it's very personal. I like that. And it's everything included on board, you know, so everything's on up cost and that's it. So with the coastal wilds of Tasmania, that's out of Hobart, to give you an idea. And they've got departures next year in January and February. They've got four departures doing that. So it's a little way off yet, but that gives you time to, to book yeah. and save and carry on. So they've, in, in this one is um, the coastal treks as well. They've got another one which uh, has a focus on hiking. So when you go aboard, this is really for you know, fit people who want to do some walking and you're hiking in areas that you can't get to. That's great. By any other mean, there's no roads. It's it's you're getting there by ship and going yeah. ashore. Wow! So it's really quite different. And the hikes they aim to do on one, this expedition, they Mount Beatty at Port Davy, which is a three-hour uh, trek, Grade Three, um, Cape Ahoy, which is also a four-hour trek, Grade Three, and they've got a, a couple in Freycinet and so on. So there's a lot of treks involved on that particular one. You spend two days exploring Port Davy and Bathurst Harbour, kayaking, bird watching, hiking, as I said. Freycinet, you'd go around the wonderful white sand of Wineglass Bay and then you hike up to the lookout and there's a spectacular view once you get up there. Um, 
they visit, they call it the Noah's Ark of Tasmania, and that's Mariah Island, which is this beautiful island off the east coast. And there you've got wombats, wallabies, all sorts of endemic birds and other wildlife. And honestly, Tasmania is absolutely the most magical place if you love wombats, which I do. I, oh, I yes. think they are delightful. They are delightful. And they just wander around like they couldn't give a care in the world, you know, <laughs> and they're on the road. You've got to be very careful. I know. You don't want to hit them well, for many reasons. For many reasons. And honestly, there and even Kangaroo Island when we went, and they still had animals, um, which they don't much at the more except in sanctuaries. Sad. But that's a, it was mainly local people who were doing the speeding and killing the wildlife. The tourists were very good and would slow down and, and heed all the signs and keep an eye out. I remember stopping in Tasmania, there was this wombat. When I got close to him, it was in the middle of the road, he was blind. Oh. So both his eyes were opaque white. Oh, so, baby. Yeah, so I just helped him off you the road and I kept stopping cars and made sure that he, he got off the road. Oh, the poor little that's thing. That's so but, good, Sal. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's just a gorgeous place, Tassie. Um, also, you get into Port Arthur, of course, which gives you a deep insight into our convict history. Yeah. And then from there, you've got the Tasman Peninsula. Now, the mountains in that Tasman Peninsula, I've done a cruise with Pennacock Cruises, which do these wonderful cruises. They're these Towering, I mean towering, uh, dolerite columns. They, it's just they're so tall. You just your head's right back. To amazing, see them. just amazing. And even the wildlife you see, like you'll see, you'll see whales at the right time of the year. We saw a whale with its calf. We saw dolphins. I saw a, a seal jump out of the water and catch a catch a fish. Isn't and that magical? It's, it's just fantastic. And of course, Tasmania is world-renowned for its remarkable fresh produce, cool climate wines, all their artisanal spirits now, their gin distilleries, scotch distilleries. Um, Sign me up yesterday. So these are just beautiful, beautiful itineraries, and they're 10 nights out of Hobart. And that one's on the actual Coral Discoverer, not the Coral Princess, I'm sorry. The Coral Discoverer is the vessel that that one is on. And as I said, only 72 guests, so it's really very personal and great. So, you know, even though it's 12 months away, limited seats, so really, you You know, get in. To still book early. And I like cruises, as you said, because you can budget and you pay up front and you know what you're spending. Exactly. Those hidden costs aren't popping up. But yeah, they're they're just lovely. And if you do book by the end of this month, I know that's not very far away, they're also giving you a free night at the Mantra on Collins in Hobart in a queen room prior to the cruise. Beautiful. So that's something, a bit of an incentive. And we've got some more cruises in Australia, one sort of between Darwin or Cairns. Mm, Exactly, Cape York and Arnhem Land, and this is fantastic. Why it is so fantastic, uh, just to quote a couple of uh, people, one was a journalist who did this journey courtesy of the uh, cruise company. It's a couple of years ago now, I'm not talking recently, but I was very moved even by her words that she wrote about in the travel guide, I think it was in the Sydney Morning Herald, you know, you get up a weekend and she'd spoken about how spiritual she found this voyage and how just sitting cross-legged in the sand and some of these coastal Indigenous uh, places along the top of the coast and listening to the stories of the female elders she just, I was just sitting there with tears running down my wow, face. Wow, that would be emotional. Yeah, and we had a client at work the same, and she's a very well-travelled woman, travelled all over the world. You know, she's fit, climbs mountains, does all sorts of things. She's an elderly lady now, but saying she said that was one of the best journeys, this particular journey I'm going to talk about, that she has ever done. And so these are the sorts of journeys that we often overlook living in Australia and we know yes. so little about it where we may go overseas and retell mm. the stories and the history that we've learned 
it when we don't know our, know our own. own. And the thing is, everyone looks at the cost, I guess, in a lot of these things, and they think, oh, I can go overseas for that cost. And of course, yes, you can. And and look, I go overseas as well, as I've said. It's not that I don't travel overseas mm. when I can, but I still try and make sure it's a 50-50 split where I spend my money. Yeah. And, yep. and if it costs a bit more here, it's only as much as I would have spent if I went overseas. Exactly. So why not spend it here and support our, particularly now more than ever, to support yeah. our local industry, of course. Fires, droughts, flooding. Floods, <laughs> co- COVID, you COVID, know. Yeah. yeah. So this is really an interesting itinerary that you can do from Cairns to Darwin or vice versa on the Coral Discoverer. And you're meeting Indigenous Australians, as I've mentioned, from the world's oldest surviving culture in Arnhem Land, which it is. And you're doing things, enjoyable things as well, though, enjoying a champagne sunrise or sunset cruise over the Torres Strait at the tip of Cape York, which is our most northern point, you know, yeah. in Australia. You, you go amongst historic ruins at Port Essington in Arnhem Land and also the National Park on the Coburg Peninsula, which I went to many, many years ago, a fascinating place. And where we stayed there then all these huge rays would come in in the afternoon. You'd just see them flapping up and down, you know, just cruising in this shallow water, just getting their little minuscule bits and pieces and whatever. So it's really quite a fantastic thing. But but these particular cruises are also uh, teaching you about Indigenous art and cultural traditions at remote communities and art centres that don't have roads again. So if you weren't going in by vessel... You wouldn't be going there. Yeah, and that's what's so beautiful about it is it's, it's so unique. It's in that unique. Respect. It's untouched. But then you also get the opportunity, of course, because you're going up through the Great Barrier Reef or vice versa, coming down through, uh, to snorkel the clam gardens at Lizard Island. If you're a scuba diver, they give you the opportunity to scuba dive in the northern Great Barrier Reef, which a lot of people don't know as much about. It's virtually uninhabited islands, and there's a lot of them. Wow. Um, so there's a couple of islands they take you to there that you can either snorkel, dive, or whatever you, you like. And also you go to another island. Uh, where you see rock art, Stanley Island, and you hear stories there from the elders of the people of that island as well. Again, it's an island you've probably never heard of. So you're spending time in all these remote Indigenous communities as well as just our beautiful coastline. Wonderful sunsets that you wouldn't believe. I was believe. about to say, hearing those stories, especially with the sunrises and the sunsets, sunsets, that would just be surreal. And moving. You know, even if you're not religious, we're saying it's still spiritual, yes. if you get my meaning. Yeah, so true. you get this overwhelming pins and needles almost tingly feeling of of hearing the stories from these oldest people almost on the planet that have been our oldest, you know, people from Australia. And this is why it's so important that we even support them and their communities and include them in our tourism. So, you know, I just think these are wonderful. And look, there's lots of companies are going to be coming down here, as I mentioned to you off air, even Sarah, that still haven't as yet because we haven't opened our borders. But they're all planning on doing some wonderful cruises around our Kimberley coastline. And even um, Australian companies like APT, they've got a range of cruises doing an East Coast discovery by small ships. So all the way from Melbourne, all the way up to Cairns, calling in at numerous ports, including Newcastle, all the way up. Uh, another one around Tasmania, you know, the Grand Kimberley as well. One out of Cairns, another one they're doing just up to Thursday Island, Cape York, Restoration Island, Davy Reef, etc. So we're getting a lot of cruises in and even between Adelaide and Fremantle. There's they're in the Great Southern Bight, you know. There's, so there's cruises taking in all these areas that we really haven't explored by vessel before. And I guess the message is because we're hearing a lot of people saying, "Oh, it's so hard to get accommodation anywhere at the, yeah. at the moment, and it's so expensive." Well, that's not the only option, you know. No. Think outside the square and have a look at possible. 
probably some of the cruises and tours that yeah. are happening. And also, Sarah, I think even though people are saying it is expensive, you've got to remember the protocol everyone's had to put in place in hotels. And I went to a, a, an evening with the hotel manager spoke, and when he explained to me, I thought, no wonder the hotel prices have to be. Everything they've had to put in place with cleanliness, with how much laundry they now have to so do, expensive. how many staff they have to have on now, many more staff, how much more cleaning they have to do, you know, all, all about food, how the food has to be served and kept. So just keep that in mind when you're and realizing And some still it. aren't operating at capacity. They can't no. have the volume of people well, in. We so. stayed in a hotel in Sydney only recently before we went to Perth, overnight before we went, and they still didn't have their restaurant open. Yeah, see, that. Yeah, see? It, it does make sense when we start to break yeah. it down. You go, hang on, they're doing this to survive. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So just keep it in mind when you're booking a holiday anyway. All right, we're talking travel with Sally Lucas. Sell some hot deals when we come back. We do have a few. Oh, wonderful. And some hot deals out and about in the marketplace. Just to mention what we were just talking about. Firstly, Sarah, the coastal wilds of Tasmania, I mentioned you've got that um, free free night if you book by yeah, the end of March. Yes. But also with these now, if you book by the end of March, um, they have what they call a full refund guarantee in the event of a COVID disruption. I was going to ask about that. Yeah. That's excellent. They mm. needed to come on board with that. Yeah, and 100% future cruise credit if this doesn't happen. So complete credit for whatever you've paid as well if you've done that. Also, they're giving you a deposit protection insurance as well. And also with the Darwin to Cairns, as I said, that's going in um, from June this year right through departures until September next year. There's a few departures, either Cairns, Darwin or vice versa. There's a few different departures. The coastal wilds of Tasmania and the coastal tracks are only January, February next year. Okay. Just to keep that in mind when you're thinking about those. So when the, the borders do open, mm. whenever that will be, do you think some companies will um, still make you pay deposits or go, hang on, you don't have to pay deposits until closer you'll, to... You'll still have to pay a deposit. Some of them are offering even now reduced deposits. Okay. Um, actually, one of the New Zealand companies is offering no deposit because of COVID that you can book without even paying a deposit until because yeah, right. it's for 2022 and that's a long way off. So they're saying, you know, we, we're excited that we're going to be operating by next year, hopefully, even if they're not this year, but no deposit required on a land-only booking. And so long as the departures between September this year and May 2022, it, there's no deposit required until the borders are open and okay. then, they'll, then they'll ask for a deposit. Then they, okay. But then if it closes down again, again, they're going to offer you a future credit or you know, yeah, etc. Yep. So, look, they're being pretty good. Yeah, actually, absolutely. most of the companies are being pretty good with this. So, just keep that in mind. Um, Ponant, the French company, just to mention, that's another one that's going to be coming down next year, and it's doing a circumnavigation of Tasmania, the whole of oh, Tasmania. Great. So that'll be fantastic as well. And they do Kimberley cruises also. Um, and again, they have what they do instead of having what they call an early bird deal, deal they have reductions starting at thirty percent. And they'll have so many cabins to sell at a 30% reduction. Ah, when they sell. We'll never know how many they are. <laughs> yeah. And then when they sell, it goes about to 25 and then to 20. So it's Clever. not like you've got to book by a certain date. It's saying, encourage you to book early to get your maximum reduction. Yeah, okay, that's clever. So that's clever as well. Our Cunard line, you know, the Queen Elizabeth, those big ships, she's coming down to do a circumnavigation of Australia as well as doing some voyages to New Zealand. Wow. Um, which is quite r- remarkable. So we've got her coming down uh, as well for next year. And also you've got one out of New Zealand once it opens. It's doing what they call the Southern Odyssey, New Zealand and the Subantarctic Islands, which are all those islands beneath the South Island of Tasmania before you actually get to the Antarctic. Oh, that would be great. And again, these are 
places that have no human life. Yeah. So you've got these incredible species, flora, fauna, bird, etc., that are just, you won't see anywhere else. Yeah, it's spectacular. So if you're a person that's into nature... You know, these are some of the wonderful itineraries you can do. Uh, Norwegian Cruise Line, have, they've also got some really what they call all free at sea offers, offering free beverages, free specialty dining, etc., etc. Again, as long as you book before 31 March. But they've also got their peace of mind policy where you can cruise safely, etc., and have flexible booking conditions and all that sort of stuff, again, because of borders. So, look, there's a lot of things out there that you can still commit to without losing your money. So don't think that you can't, that it's too no. uncertain because companies are coming on board now to say, yes. look, if this happens, we'll reimburse, you get a credit, you yeah. know, you're not locked in. That's exactly right. All right. Well, Sally, thank you so much. Thanks, We Sarah. won't see you next Friday. Oh, we? Good Friday. Oh, it is Good Friday. It's an early one this year, isn't it? I know. I know. I almost think of Easter being in the middle of more of April or end of the first week of April. But it, yeah. Almost the start of lockdown last year. That's I how know. I think of it. So. What was it? The 20, <laughs> it was only this it week was, was a year, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because we just got a night in Adelaide with our son for my birthday, which was last Thursday, and he was just happened to be there on one of his flights overnight. And we flew down, and everyone said, oh, you're game with this COVID. But nothing had been shut down then. And when within three days of us coming home, I think, lockdown. God, you were lucky, weren't you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. good to see you. We'll see you in a fortnight. Yes, we'll do, Sarah. All right.